Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what? Oh, oh, hey, this thing's recording. Oh, hey, what's up, y'all? It's Doc Chocolate here. How y'all doing? Hey, as I record this, this is Christmas Day 2023 going on into 2024. And I hope that you guys and you ladies had an excellent Christmas if you celebrate or a happy holiday or whatever it is you do on this day. I hope it was excellent for you. As for me, I spent time with my son and with his mother and we actually went to a Korean barbecue place and uh, it was all you can eat. And I am stuffed like a pig, as was the rest of my family members. And so... How did you enjoy your holidays today? I hope that you guys celebrated it and you had much love and you were surrounded by the ones that you love and that you care about. And I hope that you are in good spirits. So one thing that I'll do or actually say, and if you listen to my podcast, uh, you know that I like to keep lights. I like to uh, um, be humorous. Like uh, a lot of times people say I have dad humor, but I do want to talk about something serious, though, because uh, for most people or many people, the holiday season is a time of reflection. It's a time of happiness. It's a time for them to come together and to just commemorate life and to enjoy each other. But for another portion of the population, uh, the holiday season can actually be very, very sad. It could be dark. It can be a time where many people feel by themselves. They feel like they're all alone. They feel that nobody cares about them or they are wrapped in a lot of misery. It may be because um, people that they loved died or left them or uh, whatnot. And so for many people, you guys uh, and ladies that are listening to this, this is one of those seasons and those times of year where depression, suicide, loneliness can creep up on us. And uh, if people act on it, obviously suicide is something that uh, you can't come back from. And so I will say this, you guys, uh, just as me being genuine. So I have a voice in this lifestyle and lifestyle people are my people. And so this past year, uh, those of you guys who actually know me and have talked to me and are close to me, you guys uh, know what I went through this past year. Um, for uh, most of you guys, you don't. So, uh, real quickly, you guys, this past year, I mean, it was a year for, of hell for me. So I literally lost a business. I lost my life savings. I lost my dad. Um, and I lost my dad on December, uh, six. And then, uh, last year, so we just celebrated uh, the one year anniversary of him passing away a couple weeks ago. And then on top of that, it I was already in a bad spot because my mother passed away uh, 15 years ago on December 23rd. So a couple days before Christmas. And so uh, December's have always been very bad for me. And so on top of that happening last year, my dad uh, passing away from cancer 
and uh, me losing a business, my money, <laughs> life savings. Uh, my wife and I, we went through a uh, very, I don't want to say tumultuous split. It wasn't tumultuous. We're uh, on good terms, myself and Caramel, but um, we did decide that um, we need to go on and uh, ended our relationship. And so we're in good terms, but uh, anytime you end a relationship with somebody that you've been with for half of your life, so uh, we've been together for 23 going on 24 years, and that's literally well over half of our lives. Uh, It can be very, very painful. And then added on top of that, you guys, I had several people that were near and dear to me, they were close and, uh, relationships soured, things were said, uh, bridges were burned and that also affected me very, very harshly. And so, um, all that to be said, you guys, uh, you know, it put me into a spiral and, uh, I, and again, you guys, I will be brutally honest with you guys. You know, I suffer from depression and I'm on medication for depression uh, and I've been on it for about four and a half years. And I mean, it literally like the stuff that I went through literally took me for a spiral and it put me into a very, very dark place, a very, very lonely place, a place where I didn't feel like living anymore. And so uh, what I want to say, you guys, is um, this the past month or two or even three, I feel like I reached the bottom, my emotional and my spiritual bottom. And the good thing is once you hit the bottom, once you hit the valley, the beautiful thing about life, you guys and ladies, is that you have no direction to go but up. When you're at your lowest point, you can't go any lower when you've hit rock bottom. And so the only place that you can go is back up again. And so that's what I feel personally happened to me. And so I am getting out of my dark space. I'm getting out of my dark cloud. And what I want to say is I know that there are people out there that are listening to this podcast right now. And I know that this is a podcast where we talk about sex and lifestyle and we talk about swinging and, uh, you know, all the fun stuff. Right. But um, I would be amiss. If I didn't use this platform that I have or that I've been blessed with to reach those people that I feel like are my people or my family. And if your lifestyle, uh, no matter what form of lifestyle you are, whether you're a cuck, whether you're a bull, a hot wife, stag vixen, whether you're just somebody that's just seeking out uh questions about the lifestyle. I feel like you guys are my people. You guys are my family. You guys are my tribe. And so what I will say to you is if you are going through dark times, if you are going through uh, having suicidal ideation or tendencies, or you having dark thoughts, or you feel like nobody is there for you, or if you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders and that you can't shoulder it any longer, I will tell you that at the end of every dark hall that we walk through, there's always a light at the end of that tunnel. And I would tell you to just keep moving forward so you can mourn, but don't stop. All right. 
don't give up. Just keep moving forward. And you have people that are there for you. Okay. And hell, if you feel like you have nobody there for you, reach out to me, bullsandqueens at gmail.com. And hell, I will talk to you. I will be your friend. All right. So that being said, you guys, you're going to get through it. 2024 is going to be the best year of your life. You can take that to the bank and cash it, baby. All right. That being said, you guys, this is going to be feel like I just preached right there. But this is going to be episode number 91. And in episode 91, you guys, I am interviewing a cuckold couple whom I befriended recently in the past few weeks. And the fun thing about it is they just met a few months ago and they are actually going to get married. Yay. And they're going to get married out here in beautiful and sunny Las Vegas, the best city in the world. Woo. And one awesome thing that they're going to do is they're actually going to have a cuckold marriage where um, I believe the uh, soon to be husband is going to go into his cage and the beautiful, gorgeous fiance. She is actually going to have a a mini gangbang to commemorate her wedding day out here in Vegas. And guess who got invited to the gangbang party? Your good old friend, Doc Chocolate. So um, I am totally excited for that. Uh, That's actually the first time I've ever been a part of something like that, you guys. So um, I, yeah, it's going to be totally awesome. And you definitely want to make sure you listen to this whole episode in its entirety. So that being said, you guys, let's go ahead and cue that intro music and get on with the podcast. You are now listening to the Bulls and Queens podcast, where we have sexy fun exploring the lifestyle and swinging exploits of black bulls, queens of spades, cuckold fantasies, open relationships, seductive interracial encounters, and other kinky shenanigans that are sure to get you off in a very good way. So get ready, ladies, and make sure you take notes, gentlemen, because here is your host, that super sexy, bald black man candy, Doc Chocolate. Hello, hello, everybody. It is Doc Chocolate, BBC, and I am coming at you with another episode of the Bulls and the Queens Swinger podcast experience. And as I record this, it is actually the day before Thanksgiving, and we are happy, and we are ready for turkey and ham and stuffing and all the fixings. And I know some of y'all ladies are out there. You guys are waiting to get stuffed. And we're not talking about stuffing. But, you know, you you, you guys, I, I don't know what to do with y'all. But 
Anyways, I hope you guys got, you ladies, got stuff. The guys are like, uh, I don't want to get stuff. Well, some of y'all guys want to get stuff. And you know, that's that's an episode that we need to do. We need to do an episode about Peggy. Like, uh, my guest, before I introduce y'all, is, oh, oh shoot, my female guest, she's like uh, raising up the roof. Like, is that a episode that we should consider doing in the future, Pegging? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Uh, Mr. Guest? What are your thoughts on that? Oh yeah, she uh, she loves it. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I I I was looking at you and it looked like you had the fear of God on your face. You're like, oh, it's her face. Oh shit. Okay, okay. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Peggy. We're gonna talk about Peggy here in a moment. And so I'm going to introduce these two beautiful human beings that I have on the line here in approximately 90 seconds but before we get into this guys i want y'all to do a couple things real quick i want you to go ahead and go to whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on whether it is apple spotify or google and leave me a five star review let me know how much you love me hate me well don't tell me you hate me if you're listening to this if you hate me kick rocks but if you love me i love you too and leave me a five-star review, please. Uh, make sure you also check out my OnlyFans uh, platform. And the link is at bullsandqueens.com. Bullsandqueens.com. If you're visiting Vegas or you want to link up with me and have your wife go through a hot wife training day with Dot Chocolates, go to the website, bullsandqueens.com. Check out the links and you'll be able to reach out to me and we'll talk. All right. And without further ado, I would like to introduce this couple. So this couple is a cook-holding couple, and I have to introduce them proper-like. So basically, their names are Dustin and Abby. And Abby is a 43-year-old mother of four. She's been divorced twice, and since her last divorce, was determined to live life to the fullest in every way possible. She's been in the lifestyle for 11 months with her cuck, Dustin, who introduced her to cuckolding. She actually had her very first in-person cuckolding experience on their first date. Oh, my God. He's been in the lifestyle, Mr. Dustin, for over 20 years looking for his queen, and was about to give up before finding her. They couldn't be happier, and every day they're growing as a couple more and more, all while exploring more things with a cuckolding lifestyle. So, Dustin, Abby, how y'all doing? Great! Awesome, awesome. So, Dustin, I gotta ask you, did you find your queen? Oh, yeah. And then some. <laughs> oh, man. And then some. I love it. I love it. And Abby, you're a mother of four? Yeah. You don't look anything like that. How how did you get your body so tight? It, oh, 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 okay, you guys, if you guys haven't, haven't seen her, she got a tight body. <laughs> Thank you. What happened? I, I, I work out. Oh, you work out. Okay. Okay. I see that. I see that. You know, she works out. Uh, she, hey, hey, she, <laughs> she's getting with all these black men out here just getting a workout. Yes. 
<laughs> and so the funny thing is, like, uh, me and her uh, were talking, all three of us were talking, and we are actually the exact same age. I'm like two weeks older than her. So I was telling her and joking with her that, hey, I'm your elder, so you got to respect me. <laughs> and then she was like, fuck you. I'm going to peg you. <laughs> and I was like, yes, ma'am. I, I apologize. <laughs> so, all right. So let's get started, you guys. I mean, I first heard of you guys on my good friend, the lovely Venus Cacodrus podcast. And yes. such a lovely woman. Saw her a couple weeks ago at Splash Mocha Houston. Shout out. Hey. And I was like listening to you guys. As I was recovering from COVID, and I still got a little bit of sniffles and whatnot, and I'm doing my walk, and I'm listening, and I had seen you you guys on her um, Twitter feed, I believe, for about a week or two, and I was like, okay, let me check this out, and then I was listening to it, and I was like, I like this. I like this. I got to have her on the on my podcast, right? And so, like, I went on Twitter or X, whatever the hell it's called, and I was like, oh, we already follow each other. Yay. (laughs) So, like, I was like, come on my podcast. And then I was looking at your videos and pictures, and then I was like, oh, okay, I want you on more than just the podcast. I want you on me, too. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, I, uh, okay, I, I was going to say, not not every hot wife is hot, but um, I, I didn't say that. But <laughs> so, so give us, like, the 411 on how y'all got into this cuckolding relationship and how your journeys intersected with each other. Well, we met on a dating app, <clears throat> on like a kink dating app. So it kind of was easy, an easy transition into cuckolding. So um, I kind of told him from the get-go, like, I don't want to be monogamous. And I think he had in his profile something about cuckolding, which I had no clue about. Like, I kind of thought I was kinky, but I had no clue what was out there in the world. <laughs> And so he sent me Venus's podcast and he was like, hey, listen to this girl. She has a podcast about cuckolding. And so I started binging it and I was like, wow, she makes it sound beautiful. And so I started, you know, I I was already dating around and he's like, keep doing what you're doing. Just include me. So I just kept dating and we hadn't actually met yet. So I was still dating other people and just sending him pictures of me with other people until we actually met in person. Um, and then on our first date, we decided, or I decided I'd test him and see like, if he was really serious about it. <laughs> oh man. So you tested him to see if he was really serious about it. And I, I already know the story. So obviously I cheated. I listened to your, your interview with Venus, but tell everybody what happened. So, we decided to meet and we ended up, you know, hooking up for our first, you know, hooking up together. But then I was like, okay, we're going to go to the sex club because there's a sex club locally, sex club locally. So I had been talking to another guy and I was like, hey, we're going to be at this club if you want to meet us there. And he is, he said he was in the lifestyle too. So he was familiar with it. So we go to the sex club and this other guy, and I just start making out and Dustin's just 
push, pushing people out of the way, like trying to see and trying to get in there. And I was like, okay, like he's serious. Cause I, you know, I, I had been with very jealous partners before Dustin. So I didn't really believe that he was actually going to be comfortable with it. So it was, it was really kind of a test for me. Cause that, especially at that point, cause we hadn't met. So to me, I was like, well, he's just getting free porn at this point. Like <laughs> he doesn't really care about me. So like at this point, he doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. So, um, but once we, you know, we were developing more of a connection before we met and then when we actually met, we really were having feelings for each other. So then to see it in person that he actually cared and he was into it, um, at the club. And then we ended up taking the guy back to our hotel room and I ended up having sex with the guy and he was in his cage because I had him wear his cage out that night. Hey there, cucks, stags, and ladies. Do you want to meet up with me, Doc Chocolate, and have a sexy experience of your life for your hot wife? Now, if you answered yes, then you must check out Doc Chocolate's Hot Wife Training Days at hotwifetrainingday.com. Now, if you've ever seen one of my sexy videos that I've recorded with hot wives, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. What's going to happen is your wife is going to get wine and dined by me. There's going to be heavy, sexy flirting. There's going to be an aromatherapeutic experience with me in a very low-lit, sensual environment with soft music playing in the background while your hot wife gets a world-famous dark chocolate skin-to-skin body glide with coconut oil and more. And this is going to be the experience of a lifetime for you wives out there as you go through your journey of finding your true sluttiness with Doc Chocolate. Want to find out more details and get your reservation with me? Then go now to hotwifetrainingday.com to get started. Now, back to the episode. And I ended up having sex with the guy and he was in his cage because I had him wear his cage out that night. Um, So he was caged up, which was a new thing for him because he was like, I don't know what to do with my hands. (laughs) (laughs) So we took the guy back to the hotel room and had fun. I had fun. (laughs) Well, I'm sure Dustin had fun too, right? Yeah. Yeah, It was a blast. Yeah. It was a blast. That was our first. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Like, okay. So with this guy in the hotel room, I mean, uh, you got to give me the nitty gritty. I I want to hear the details. I'm not in a cage. So I like, like, give me like the 30 second overview. I want to get my free porn in too. (laughs) Well, it, it wasn't the best experience as far as a bull. It was. Oh, the guy, he wasn't. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry that was a very bad experience for you, Abby. Well, it it wasn't very bad because we give him kudos that he actually followed through with everything. Yeah. It's just that he couldn't perform very well. He wasn't very big, and it's. I think um, he was nervous. He, he was nervous, but he actually followed through. He was aggressive and and was kissing right away in the club. So it was super hot. And but when we got to the hotel room, I was expecting like fireworks and i could tell immediately not even really knowing her that it wasn't the greatest but give him kudos that he was there all the way trying his best so yeah 
Yeah, I think he was nervous. And so he was having a hard time, like, performing. So there was issues with that. So it wasn't the best experience in that regard. But, like, we, we've we talked about it a million times. Like, he went through with everything. Like, he was comfortable in, like, all the scenarios. So, like, we got to experience what it was like to do it, like, in the same room. And, like, I mean, it wasn't like he couldn't ever perform. He just struggled. Like, it was just kind of a struggle. Like, so... So was it kind of like he was like kind of intermittent where like, you know, his dick would get hard and then it would get soft and then it would get hard. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. And so I couldn't really get into it. Like I couldn't really get into it. And it wasn't really somebody that I would normally like take home. It was more like I wanted to do it for the experience kind of situation. It was more like a take one for the team a little bit. <laughs> really? Okay. A little bit. Was it yeah. like a physical thing, which was kind of like a deterrent for you? Or was it like a, like a mental thing or both or? Probably both a little bit. Like, yeah, I wasn't super attracted to him, but I liked the fact that he was comfortable with the situation. So. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. And then chime in on that, Dustin. Like, what, what were your thoughts? So you're up here. You got this beautiful lady at your side. You're meeting her for the first time. And then, you know, she gets you shocked. She's like, hey, bro, wear this cage around your dick. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, 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 and you guys, Dustin, hey, I, I, I can tell just by looking at him sitting down, that he's a pretty studly built man. You know, this man knows his way through a gym. You know, he knows how to do some overhead presses and got some bulk there. So, you know, he's a man's man. So you got this cage. He kind of looks like Goldberg, actually, now that I'm looking at him. But like, yeah, second time. Second and, time? Okay. okay. Went to a hotel takeover and he was told that there that he was intimidating. And I have to say about the cage thing, he's pretty well endowed too. So like the guy we took home from the, sex club i think it was intimidated by that too because even in his cage you could tell he's really big so oh shit <laughs> well, well with this i was a bull for many years because my career had me gone every other year so i have that point of view so i'm watching this guy i'm actually critiquing him in my head i'm like what are you doing like that's not what bulls do but I, it's his first time i'm thinking so have fun but she handed me that, and we talked about it. So I thought it was hot because being well endowed, I never fit, and it actually hurts quite a bit, painfully, not the fun way. So we headed on for going out until after it. But in the club, why I give him kudos is I was talking to this dude. I turned around, and she's on this guy's lap. She met making out with him. I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Like this, <laughs> most women are so scared. And that dude I'm talking to, he goes, you know, this guy, I'm like, no. And he goes, I said, no, but I like to watch my girl fuck other dudes. And he's like, what? And she was shocked. And she heard me say that because I I don't care. Like, I've been in this lifestyle long enough. If you're in a sex club, it's not weird. And uh, so it was fun. It was fun watching her make out. And both of us would finger. He'd take her back to the curtains. And I'd sit next to them while those two were making out. And it was super, super fun and super hot. And then we went back to the hotel. And I was expecting fireworks, and I watched him, and then he whipped it out. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> YouTube video or something. But it, no, it, it, it was super hot. It was Because of just getting to know her and starting to date her and our first date, that was just hot no matter what. Yeah, it was a great experience even with all the bad stuff, honestly. Yeah. 
Okay. So. Okay. L- let me ask you this. Would you guys uh, give him a second chance? You know, like knowing this was his first time or, oh, no. <laughs> no. No. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> man, bro, I'm sorry. I tried. <laughs> I tried to fight for you. If you're listening to this, bro, I'm sorry. <laughs> You'll get him next time, Tiger. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, you, Dustin, have you started off as a bull, and you've been in the lifestyle for twenty years. Is that correct? Yep. So, like, what got you into the lifestyle initially? Well, being in the career I was every other year, you can't date somebody and have a relationship. So I figured, well, what better way to have fun? And since I was naturally well endowed. I learned about from Craigslist personals <laughs> back hey, in the day. God bless yep. Craigslist. RIP Craigslist personals. Well, that was painful to see that go away. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, that was super fun. But uh, when I first got an inkling of like the cuckold side, <laughs> I was watching Boogie Nights in 2001. And uh, the husband walks in and the wife is just railing that young dude. He's like, what are you doing? She's like, get outside, wait for me. I was like, that's the hottest chick ever. And I thought, what is wrong with me? Like, why does that turn me on? What is so hot about that? But it always stuck with my head. But because being a bull, I was having fun all the years. But like I told her, and you probably heard before, I enjoyed being a bull. But then when I'm done, those two are making out, and they're all hot, and they're all lovey-dovey. And I'm going home, and I'm just chilled out by myself. Like, hey, that was fun, but now I'm alone again. And so the more I got into life, the more I saw the beauty in the cuckolding side, and then yeah, I, I love being a bull, but I don't want to do it for 40, 50 years and still be alone. You know, I I really enjoy having her. And plus, having that cuckold desire back in my head and meeting someone like this, that she craves this lifestyle. Like, I've never seen anything like it. Like, I knew I was in it. Like, within 11 months, she's, like, just on a rocket ship, and she can't get enough of it. And she's now a size queen, so the first guy has no chance ever again. Like, And I make fun of her because all she choose normally smaller than me so i'm like well don't be disappointed after this one again that's only because of luck (laughs) but we we have a lot of fun with it pardon the interruption if you're a cuckold gentleman a stag a voyeur or maybe you're just a woman that likes to watch amateur bbc porn if you are i got a question to ask you do you want to follow Doc Chocolate's sexy ass adventures and playtime that I have with the most gorgeous hot wives, queens of spades, and milfs out there? Now, if you answered yes, then you want to go ahead and pause this episode right now and go to my website at bullsandqueens.com and subscribe to my OnlyFans page. So that's going to be at bullsandqueens.com bullsandqueens.com and click that button that says OnlyFans. And what's going to happen is you're going to get access to my personal collection of videos, pictures of my kinky lifestyle adventures and my playtime that I have with my friends with benefits and you'll also be able to chat with me and the other fans and also do custom requests and I am on there daily so for access to my OnlyFans for a limited time only you guys I want you to go to bullsandqueens.com click that link that says OnlyFans and join the fan club I'll see you on the other side now 
back to the spicy episode. <laughs> oh, man. And how big would you say you are? Nine by six. Okay, okay, okay. So, so yeah, yeah, you, you, you over there packing a missile yourself. You got some yep. WD right there. <laughs> I think you fit that in the cage. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely worth it. It's worth cold showers, ice, trying not to think, and then when you try and put it on, you're thinking. So it, it's like a struggle for a good half hour. <laughs> <laughs> right now, as Abby is like just like banging her hand into the other hand, like, yeah, we got to jam this thing in. Jam it in. And then she keeps sending me cages that are smaller. I'm like, this is not physically possible. Physics will not allow this. It's going to work. It's going to work. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Look, Abby is a determined woman. So, <laughs> so Abby, you just got into the lifestyle 11 months ago. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. So can you tell us a story of, uh, obviously you were in two previous, uh, marriages before you met Dustin and, uh, I guess that kind of led you into this life of non-monogamy right? Consensual non-monogamy. Yeah. So like, how did that like end up going? Like, how did that flow for you? Well, I mean, I didn't, I don't know that I was trying to be like in a ethical non-monogamous relationship, but I knew I didn't want to settle down. Basically. I was like, I'm just going to live my life and whatever, you know, <clears throat> I'm never getting married again, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it was traumatic. But I was, but then whenever, um, and I, when I was dating, I mean, that gets lonely because you're like, it's fun to have all this fun, but you don't have anyone to confide in. You don't have that confidant person. So then <clears throat> I was starting to get lonely, not having that, you know, cause I'd been divorced for about two and a half years by the time we met. Um, so that, I was starting to get a little bit lonely. The fun is great, but it was getting a little lonely. And then when we met, I mean, I still didn't want to be monogamous, but um, then when we started connecting, it was so nice. It was so nice to have someone to like talk to and confide in and start to have feelings for again. Um, But, and then I started binging Venus and then I just started I don't know, finding podcasts and podcasts. And he's like uh, telling me all these things that he likes. And so I just started like listening to all this stuff. I'm like, I I was built for this. (laughs) Idea that all this lifestyle stuff was even around. Like there's a sex club, like not even far from my house. I didn't even know it was there. So I had clue about any of it. Oh, wow. I love it. And that, yeah, it, it, isn't it crazy how things happen? It's like you're not looking for something and then something just like slaps you across the head. And I'm not talking about a big dick. And <laughs> I mean, like, is, isn't that nuts? Yeah. See yeah. There? Yeah. I, I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, wow, I got concussed. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, uh so like when when you got into this like are you um uh black only or are you uh just big cock only or like what's your dynamic well i mean 
when I, well, when I, we first started, I was just whatever. I mean, I was just still dating other people and doing whatever I wanted. I mean, I'm most, I'm trying more. I, I, I feel more comfortable doing mostly black BBC, but it's hard in my area to find that. It's hard to find what I want, <clears throat> honestly. And then you have people that say they're bulls that they really aren't bulls. So it's hard for me to be like super picky. Um, so I kind of go for size. Like I'll make an ex I try to do BBC only, but I I like Latin too. Um, but I also want to go for size. So like I always want a picture, but it has to be. <laughs> I feel bad like. I've changed so much from the beginning to now because in the beginning, like that's why I got in that situation for the first night. Like I wasn't asking for pictures and I wasn't, people can make anything look like anything in a picture. <laughs> like I can hold it at an angle. Yeah. So now it has to be with a ruler, like measurements. Like people <laughs> laugh at me and they're like, are you kidding? I'm not doing that. I'm like, okay, then you don't need I don't need to waste my time because I've been fooled so many times. Yeah. That sounds bad, but I don't know. No, it, 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 it's not because I, I was talking with a, with a lady friend of mine and yesterday night, actually. And um, I, I was telling her, you know, like the difference between guys and women in the lifestyle or in general is that um, us guys, for the most part, we're simple to satisfy for the most part and so you know we we don't really care <laughs> we don't really care that much you know but y'all woman you women are very very like hey he needs to be this he needs to be that if his earlobe is a millimeter <laughs> off center then i'm not attracted to him but and i was telling her i said as it should be you know because um <laughs> Uh, you are, you know, it's a supply and a demand thing, you know, and so uh, you should be uh, very, very selective. Yeah, you know? selective, and, on that? especially like well, selective on like somebody new, but like if it's somebody that someone says, "Hey, this person's a great person," like I don't need all that. I don't need all the stuff, you know, pictures and all that. Like if somebody says, "Hey," This person is a good person. Like, great. I don't need all that. But I get so many messages from people. It's hard to, like, weed through it, you know? But she also went through a big learning curve because in the beginning, after our first date, it was like a kidney candy store. And I was just like, <laughs> this is crazy. Because there was guys, like, three different guys a week off that website. But they weren't in the lifestyle. They were looking at hooking up. Well, when she started bringing in the lifestyle, they were, like, getting freaked out. and. Like you asked, she's black. I've always liked the black aspect, not for the race or the color, but the fact of the attitude. Because a lot of guys, my race, want to fall in love with her. They want to carry her off and marry her every time. And so I've had several couple of relations before this, and that's what I learned. I'm like, I'm tired of the drama. Like all my black friends that I've learned through lifestyle, awesome attitude. I love it. Feel cool around them. They know exactly what's going on. So during her first few weeks after starting, she kept finding guys that were definitely not as big as they said they were. They definitely weren't bulls. They would start talking to her, well, why would you want to do this lifestyle? Why don't you come with me? And I was like, oh my God, dude, like that's, we told you up front. So she's had a steep, but over time, 
time I told her and she's learning herself the little hints and the red flags. And now she's great at it. She'll be like, this dude's fake. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. I've had some really bad experiences. Like one of my, well, probably one of my best sexual experiences with a bull. He doesn't, he didn't want Dustin there, but Dustin wasn't available. So he's like, oh yeah, he can, he can come. Like I, I definitely wanted there just not the first time, but he wasn't available the first time. And it was a really hot, it was a really hot, uh, hookup, but then he never would want to be available. If Dustin was available, it started to be like this sneaky thing he wanted to do. And any BBC. No. And he was like, I felt in the beginning, I even told her, I was like, I don't care for this guy. He seems off. And then she found out later on, he was totally off. Yeah. He yeah. was was trying to be like sneaky around. So I feel like I've had a hard learning curve of like trying to weed out the guys that want to try to like sneak in there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's uh, pretty terrible that people uh, like that, you know, and uh, but I think it's those were mostly the guys that were non-lifestyle. Is that correct? The ones that were like trying to be kind of sneaky, like. Yeah, but they they say like you meet them on the lifestyle website. So you think they are. But then when you actually start, you know, doing things or, you know, hooking up and stuff, you realize they really aren't. They're just uh, pretend. And so that's hard for me. Okay, I got you. I got you. So, yeah, and that's terrible because um, the one thing I've learned about being in the lifestyle, I've been in the lifestyle for about seven years. And um, there's definitely boundaries that need to be respected, you yeah. know, and adhered to. And, uh, you know, I mean, it kind of works for me. I've been married uh, for uh, going on 20 plus 20 years next month. And um, uh, the, the the one thing that I think is beautiful about people that are really in the lifestyle is that there's, you know, trust and respect and, and honor code and, yes. um, on both sides. So, um, but I think that it's good. You know, you guys have really, really good communication between the two of you guys and you guys talk back and forth and, you know, you know, Dustin's over here like, man, Abby, I don't like that dude. <laughs> there's yep. something about him. I just don't like him. You know, and, you know, it's sometimes like, it's that quiet voice where you're like, you got to listen to it. Yeah. But sometimes, I mean, most of the time he'll let me just figure it out on my own. He'll be like, I think there's a red flag, but do what you want. You're the boss. Like, you're the boss. Like, but I don't know. I have a bad feeling, but you're the boss. So he just lets me figure it out. So, and then whenever I do, he'll be like, told you. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that I told you so, but I told you so. <laughs> All right, man. I love that. I love that. So um let me ask you guys uh this. Um what's you guys have been together 11 months so far, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. What's the hottest experience you guys have had? Good for that. Go ahead. <laughs> it was his birthday. I uh it was our first um I did a forced buy situation on him, and that was probably our hottest 
situation. I surprised him with that. I didn't tell him it was going to happen. And he uh, had to eat his birthday cupcake off his, off my bull's junk. <laughs> oh shit. How was yeah. that? Uh, it was amazing. Ex- it was an experience. <laughs> when I saw the cupcake in the truck, I was like, Whoa, no. I kind of had an idea. I was like, Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> He thought it was going to be a cream pie on top, so he was relieved when he just had to eat it off of there. Okay, okay. <laughs> but that came later. But that came later. There <laughs> oh, was more than- shit. Oh, shit. So you, 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 you had the chocolate first, and then you had the cream pie at the end. Yeah. Well, there was a cream pie on the brownie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, shit. Yep. I mean, how, was, how, how was that whole experience? Uh... I would say it wasn't like I'm game for whatever she wants to do. Like I don't, I'm definitely not into men, but I enjoy her cuckolding, her power, her dominance. I love that. So I'm game for whatever she wants to do, but uh, it was an experience. It was, uh, there's moments in there that I was like, I was underneath her and he's pounding her from behind and, and uh, the balls kept hitting me in the forehead the whole time. <laughs> a thousand times in a day before there's a lot of experiences i just did not expect it was hot that she made me do it the actual act it was i guess for me it was just kind of even i wasn't like oh my god this is so extremely hot but i wasn't grossed out either it was just since she wants to do it and it turns her on that turns me on so <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, we've talked about all these situations we wanted to try. We've never try, been able to or, or tried or had a bull that was comfortable sometimes. And like with him being under me while I've been with a bull behind me, we've always wanted to try that. And so he did that too that night. And then afterwards, he's like, dude, I've never been in the head so many times. My balls in my life. You, he's like, I thought I was going to get a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> really hot on videos but i thought i was gonna die <laughs> oh man hey that's the next time bring a helmet to the party yeah yeah <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> and, and, and real quick you guys i didn't get your your social media so tell the listeners what is your social media your twitters and your only fans um Shoot. It is, let's see, Cuck at Cuck Dustin and at Cuckoldress Abby on Twitter. And then, yeah. Got it. And how about your OnlyFans? And my OnlyFans is <clears throat> Cuckoldress Abby. Okay. And it's linked, it's linked there on my Twitter. All right, beautiful, beautiful. Y'all make sure if you're not driving, if you are driving, come to a stop. <laughs> take off your phone and go to OnlyFans and subscribe to Miss Cuckoldress Abby. So Cuckoldress Abby, join her stuff because she is fine. And you're probably going to want to see her little adventures that she has with these big, huge cocks. So like yeah yeah y'all y'all gotta check it out you know she's like doing this thing with the arm she's like the bigger the better you know like yeah yeah. all right what what, what's the biggest cock you've ever had well 
his so far because I can't, I'm having to. (laughs) (laughs) Now this is raising the roof. (laughs) I know. We got to break this confidence. I'm tired of hearing about it. (laughs) I'm always there for aftercare. So she, when she's disappointed. (laughs) Okay. Well, well, we got to. Okay. So like, I, I thought I was big. Right. Like when I first got in lifestyle, I thought I was big. I would go to these parties and, you know, a lot of times it'll be these nude pool parties. And I'd be like, yeah, and I feel good. Right. Then I got into the porn world and I was like, damn, (laughs) life sucks. because It's like, okay, it's kind of like like football. Right. You could be a badass in high school, a badass in college. And then you get to the pros and you're like, God damn, I'm not shit. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I feel like. I feel like, man, because some of these dudes are like 11 inches, 12 inches, and they're like thick. And I'm like, damn, I feel very, very, I need to put my dick in a cage. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I would die to see her with that. So it's, it's a joke I always give her, but no, like, I died this year with one of those, but they're hard to find. Well, and also, like, I'm like, I don't want to talk out my butt, like, because I want to say, like, I want big, 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 but I'm like, can I take it? Like, I need to, I need to practice more. <laughs> well, you know, the vagina is very stretchable and uh, <laughs> elastic. <laughs> Bring I need a lot of lube. <laughs> Oh man, no, I yeah, yeah. You come out to Vegas and there's <laughs> I can introduce you to a few. Yeah, let's party. You, you're gonna party. <laughs> you're gonna yeah. hey you 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 better make sure you bring uh cuck dustin over here because you're gonna need a lot of aftercare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so tell us about Peggy. So we were talking about pegging before we started recording. What's up with that? I love it. Yeah. He's, he told me that he, you know, was into it and that like with me, things that like, he'll say, Hey, what about this? And at first I'll be like, I don't know. And then the more I think about it, I'm like, okay. Like the four spy thing, I was very like, I don't know. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, let's try it. You know? So I was kind of the same way with the pegging. So I do my thing. I start binging podcasts and listening to it. I'm like, okay, I think you can do it. So then I listened to a bunch of stuff and um, tried it. And I was like, holy shit, this is badass. I feel so powerful. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, let's line them up. I'll pay whoever, who wants paid? I'll pay a bunch of people. (laughs) Oh, Dale. (laughs) You got, shit, you got a dick. You got a dick and you're like, hey, I'm... (laughs) <laughs> you yeah, guys I, yeah i just loved it and just seeing what it does to him yeah it was amazing i loved it how big is the 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 dildo or the dick on the strap on that i know uh, he's a weenie <laughs> <laughs> seven and not very thick yeah okay okay yeah no, I- Oh, weenie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a hard time like getting on rhythm? Because I know a lot of women I talked to in the past that have like done it before. They're kind of like, uh, there's two th- typical things that they say. They're like, wow, 
you guys, you, I commend you guys. I didn't know it was this hard to thrust and to fuck somebody. That's number one. And then number two, they're like, it was hard for me to get rhythm. It was hard to get in, it was hard to get in the right position, like to get in the right, like position with my hip, like with the, with my legs and like to get in the right where we go in the right way. But I didn't have a problem with the rhythm. I didn't feel like, did you? I mean, but no, he said I looked like I was in a trance. I was like, this is. She starts sweating. Her eyes just glaze over and it's like, this can be a long ride. Really? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. He quits I do. Oh, yeah. He, what happened? He quits before I do every time. He'll be like, okay. Oh. She made you tap out, Dustin? Oh, she will. So she can do it for hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn okay so like hey this is just for my selfish like and like my selfishness right i want to i want to see the rhythm you have like you gotta give me like five seconds of this this rhythm that you have when you have the <laughs> oh yes <laughs> oh yes oh yes there you go there you go hey she hey she hey she's going like she's riding a bronco she had the arm <laughs> in the air, twirling it. Like she had her little cowboy hat in her hand. All right, all right. So, I I wouldn't be surprised if I saw some uh, pegging videos on your OnlyFans. Or is there already pegging videos on your OnlyFans? Yeah, there is. Yeah. <laughs> Are you on mini vids yet? No, uh, uh we're not on there yet. You need to get on there. Is it better? Um, it is. Uh, there's a few things. I'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk privately. I'll okay. Get, I'll get you right. I'll get you right. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep on doing your pegging thing. You know, I freaking love it. And so, um, like, what is next in the journey for you guys? Like, what's next, babe? <laughs> well, we started doing some paperwork yesterday. For a possible marriage. Possible. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. What the hell? Possible. I'm, count I'm counting my days of freedom. He's trying <laughs> to say it outright. <laughs> but, I love it. That is, I happened to early on, I'm like, hey, it's pretty hot. You know, the cuckolding ceremonies or those cuckolding, you know, after the wedding, she gets bred by the bulls, and she's like, oh, my God, that's so hot. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't expect that much acceptance, so now that's all she talks about. And So when it does happen, that night will be all her and her bulls, and I'll be there with the towels and water. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. That's beautiful. It's kind of like uh, Venus's uh, fantasy, because she has a fantasy when she gets married that she's going to have, like, a, a gangbang with all of her, like, uh, best bulls that she loves. And her husband. Yes. Yeah. I heard her say that. And I'm like, that's awesome. And he's like, when we talked about it, I was like, we started their, we started our relationship cuckolding. It only is right that we get married as a cuck wedding. Like it would be weird if we didn't. So, and we don't, we've both been married before, so we don't want a actual wedding. So we something with our kids, like, a, something with our kids but we want to do the paperwork and then plan a cuck ceremony and then later do something with our kids i love <laughs> it i love it 
and yeah. like kid wise uh and you can answer this or not don't answer it but like i mean do they kind of know what's going on or are they in the dark or no we're not going to tell our kids and we're going to do the cuck ceremony like first and just have it between us and then tell our kids later Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. You know, like the craziest thing is like, you know, like you try to hide these things for your kids and like, they always find out shit. Like I have a 14 year old and uh, he was looking through my old phone. He saw some, saw some of dad's nasty ass videos and pictures and stuff like that. Uh oh. What the fuck? (laughs) Stay out of a grown man's phone. Exactly. Yeah. Shit. But I yeah. guess in hindsight, looking at the glass is half full, at least he knows what he's going to inherit when he comes of age. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So it was a pleasure having you guys on board. Uh, oh, no. Hold on a second. One real quick question. Abby, would you ever let Dustin have a hall pass? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. I've thought about this question, actually, because some days I'm like, maybe, depending on who it was. Okay. But then I'm like, could I handle it? Because I'm not him. Depends on the day. Catch me on the right right day, I might. But he says he doesn't want one. All right. She's like, as long as you catch me on a day that doesn't end in a Y, then I'm good to go. (laughs) Well, I, I had so much fun the last 20 years between being a bull and a cuck that I know exactly where I, what I want, where I belong. And they, they wouldn't even, I have no desire to be with anybody else. Like, this is exactly what I've looked for. Ah, uh, that's beautiful. I got a gun to it, his back. And the problem is, all, <laughs> the, the, the problem is all the women that I think are really hot that I would like a chance are all cuckoldress. So it's like, well, that's kind of so that doesn't work out at all. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it's so unique. I mean, um, just seeing the whole dynamic, because I uh, even with this podcast, you guys, I learned so many different things about uh, different people's lifestyle and their demographic and what they like. And even let's say within the niche of uh, cuckolding, there's sub niches and there's literally, literally dozens, if not hundreds of variations of how you can cuckold. You know, and, you know, I'm seeing new things every day and like uh, I'm like, wow. So so I commend you guys. I commend you guys. And y'all make sure y'all invite little old Doc Chocolate to the wedding. I want to. Yeah. Yeah. Don't pick my ass, though. All right. So (laughs) (laughs) this has been Cuckholderous Abby and Cuck Dustin. And you can get at them on their Twitter or X accounts, whatever they want to call it nowadays. So, Miss Cute, Beautiful Abby, she is at Cuckoldress Abby, and that's A, B is a boy, I. And then Dustin is at Cuck Dustin. And then OnlyFans is going to be OnlyFans.com slash Cuckoldress Abby. Y'all make sure y'all go out there and join her stuff and all that goodness and uh abby dustin i want y'all to give a couple words of encouragement or advice 
to a couple out there because there's a couple out there. Maybe there's a guy out there or maybe even a lady. And they're considering getting into the cuckolding lifestyle, but they don't know where to start. They don't know where it's going to lead to. They don't know if this is like weird or crazy. Like what key pieces of advice would you give them? Uh, from my standpoint is I've made all the mistakes that every cuck has made many, many years ago, trying to control the situation, have her do what you want her to do, which totally self-defeats being a cuck. And then, you know, trying to live what you see online. Once you just give up control and let her have her freedom and let her um, enjoy it all, it becomes crazy awesome. So I would say let go of the control and let her have her freedom and it gets way better. And I would say be super careful with who you pick as a bull, like be more picky, take your time and don't be like super excited about like finding someone, take it, take more time in picking somebody. I would say that. Beautiful, beautiful. I love that. Wise words. And you guys, until next time, this is Doc Chocolate with Bulls and Queens. You guys make sure that you encourage each other, love each other, because tomorrow's not promised to anybody. Peace and God bless y'all. We'll see y'all on the next episode. Bye. Right. Thank you for listening to everybody's favorite black man candy, Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast. If you would like Doc Chocolate to help you host your next fun and kinky private party, or you want info on his next monthly Las Vegas Bulls and Queens play party, or you'd like to have him pose as a nude or semi-nude model for your next girls' night out or bachelorette party, make sure you go to www.bullsandqueens.com right now and fill out the form on the website to contact Doc. Again, that's www.bullsandqueens.com. Until next time, bulls, queens, and cucks, stay sexy.